You're listening to the Weekly Sermon Podcast from Liberty Family Church. For more information about our church, head to the website, libertyfamilychurch.net.au. One of my, my favourite modern day hymns is one we, we actually sang this morning. It's by Stuart Townsend called How Deep the Father's Love for Us. You know, there's, for me, there's something just powerful about this hymn. There's something, you know, beautiful about the lyrics and how they, they express the, the depths of God's love for us, the depths of his love um, and the, the way that he chose to walk that road to Calvary, the way that he chose to die for our sin, my sin. And I think in many ways it, it really is the, the perfect kind of hymn to sit with and reflect on on Easter. And so that's what, that's what we're going to do today. We're going we're to actually do something a little bit different as a church community today. I'm going to actually lead us in a, in a time of guided reflection around the words of this hymn, where we'll be able to be still before God, where we'll be able to reflect on the depths of God's love for us and the incredible cost that Jesus paid on that cross because of our sin, my sin. So how about we pray as we together remember and reflect on the depths of God's love on this Good Friday. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we are just in awe of you. We are always in awe of you, Lord. And on days, special days in the Christian calendar, like today on Good Friday, our, our awe just is overwhelming. We cannot, we, cannot, we cannot comprehend, Jesus, that you knew what was going to happen and you made a way for us to be right with you, to have our sins dealt with, but it cost you everything. It cost you your very life. And Jesus, we are just, we are in awe of that. We, we, we're, we don't have the words to describe the gratefulness that we have for you. We don't have the words to describe the, the, the wonder and the awe that our hearts feel because you were faithful in doing what you promised you would do in dying in our place for the sins of the world. And so, Jesus, today, as we reflect on Good Friday, we just pray that you would fill our hearts with wonder, that you would fill our hearts with awe. And Jesus, as we reflect, as we, as we tune in to you, Holy Spirit, this morning, we pray that you would minister powerfully to our hearts and really, yeah, do, do a great work in us that we would remember that it was our sin that held you there and it was out of love that you hung on that cross for us. So guide us this morning, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so what, what I want to start by doing today is actually reading the lyrics of the entire, the entire um, hymn. But before I do that, I want to encourage us to kind of get comfortable wherever we are. Like, like what the kids are doing, if you want to sit on the floor, if that's how you want to get comfy, by all means, you can do that. If you are watching with us from home, I, if, if you're anything like me sitting through church online last year, you might want to get into an active posture, not laying back in the couch. You might fall asleep like I almost did. Um, it's really weird watching yourself preach online, but... <laughs> 
You know, so anyway, whatever, whatever you want to do, just, just get comfortable right now. If you want to sit where you are, that's totally fine as well. But if you want to get up, move about, or, or sit on the floor, you're welcome to. Whatever comfortable looks like, let's do that right now. And in this time of reflection, there'll be, there'll be times of silence. There'll be times where I, I might say a few things or, or pray. Um, so just be mindful that, yeah, it, it won't kind of be continual talking. There'll be moments to really reflect and, and ponder and, and really allow God to help these truths sink deep within our hearts. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do. So how about we pray together as we begin this right now? God, help us right now, we pray, to be still before you, knowing that you want to meet with us right now. Help us to quiet ourselves so we can encounter you today and feel, Lord, to a greater degree, the depths of your love for us. Amen. How deep the Father's love for us. How vast beyond all measure, that he should give his only son to make a wretch his treasure. How great the pain of searing loss, the father turns his face away, as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory. Behold the man upon a cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. I will not boast in anything, no gifts, no power, no wisdom. But I will boast in Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. Why should I gain from his reward? I cannot give an answer. But this I know with all my heart. His wounds have paid my ransom. How deep the Father's love for us. How rich beyond all measure. Lord Jesus, we join with the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 3, 17 to 19 and pray that we, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And we pray that we might know this love that surpasses knowledge, that we may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That he should give his only son to make a wretch his treasure.
Jesus, you said in John 3.16 that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. We thank you, Father, for giving us Jesus, your one and only son. We humbly and we soberly recognize afresh today on Good Friday that you sent Jesus to earth to die. You sent Jesus to earth to make us sinful, wretched people your treasure. But for this to occur, Jesus had to die. And we sit with that hard truth together this morning. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. How great the pain of searing loss. The father turns his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory. Jesus, we can't even begin to imagine the pain that you went through. Lord, the pain of crying out to your Father on the cross and for the first time and the last, feeling like you'd been abandoned, feeling something that had been completely foreign to you, that you were distanced from your own Father. Lord, we can't imagine how distressing that would have been for you to experience. Matthew twenty-seven forty-six. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus, we can't imagine the pain you endured as you carried the weight of mankind's sin on your shoulders. We can't imagine the emotional weight of seeing people you loved with such passion treat you so horrifically. We can't imagine the physical weight you faced in carrying your cross and the horrific physical beatings you endured. We can't begin to imagine the pain you went through, Lord Jesus. We know that you did all this, Jesus. We know you endured the cross, the ridicule, the physical torture, 
to bring many sons and many daughters. Any single person, whoever has been or ever will be, who would place their trust in you to glory, into right relationship with God, our Father, once again. 1 Peter 2.24 He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Lord Jesus, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts that we have been healed or can be if we place our trust in you through your death on the cross. Behold the man upon a cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Lord, we ask that you would really help us to own this today. Help us to to sit before you right now in the knowledge that it was not the sins of the world, well, it was the sins of the world, but it was not only the sins of other people that you carried on the cross. It was our sin. It was my sin that led you to the cross. Now, as we continue to be still before God, I'd invite you to come, come forward and come around up the ramp here to the the left of the cross over here with your My Sin card. And what I'd encourage you to do is actually just, there's some blue tack down here on this little table. So if you want to grab a piece of blue tack, attach it to your little card and then attach your card to the cross, symbolising that it was your sin that held Jesus on that cross And, um, yeah, that it was our sin that Jesus bore when he hung on the cross. So continuing in an attitude of of reflection, let's um, make our way up. Maybe area by area might be easier if we start here and then we'll go here and then we'll work our way back that way. Um, And then when you file, if you file through here and down through here will probably be the best. Ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. Luke 23, 35 to 37. The people stood watching and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, he saved others, let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Help us, Jesus, to resist thinking that if we'd been there, we'd have not gone along with the crowd too. Chances are we would have joined in persecuting you. 
we would have likely called out among the scoffers if we were there that day too. We're so sorry for what you experienced, Lord, and we're sorry for the effects of our sin. It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. We want to take time, Jesus, to praise you that while our sin, my sin, led you to die on the cross, it could never have held you to the cross unless you let it. Thank you that you loved the world, that you loved us, that you loved me enough to submit to your Father's plan. We thank you that you chose to hang on Calvary's cross in order to accomplish what you set out to do. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. We sit with the beautiful yet horrible knowledge that it was because of your death that we now have life. Your dying breath ushered in, brought us, brought me life. We sit with this, Lord, this morning, and we're lost for words. 1 Peter 3.18 For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. I will not boast in anything, no gifts, no power, no wisdom, but I will boast in Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. Why should I gain from his reward? I cannot give an answer, but this I know with all my heart. His wounds have paid my ransom. As we allow these words to guide our thoughts and sit deep within our hearts, I want to invite you to come forward to receive communion elements um, in just a moment. And yeah, as, as we do that, just like we did when we, we came and we placed our sin up on the cross symbolically, just encourage us to continue to be in a place of reflection, remembering and reflecting on the depths of God the Father's love for all mankind, for us, but also personalise it for me. So if we can come forward now, we might do the same sort of thing, start, start here, then here, then like that. Um, and if you come around here and then head back around to your seats, it's probably an easy flow to do it that way. And once, once we've all received our elements, I'll, I'll pray and then we'll, we'll share 
um, and eat and drink together, remembering what Jesus has done. Lord God, your love for us is so deep and vast beyond all measure. You loved us so much that you gave your only son that we might not die as a result of our sin, but that our sins would be dealt with and forgiven. And for this to happen, we recognize and remember that it was Jesus who suffered in our place so that we might be free. I want to read again from the Jesus Storybook Bible because I think it puts it so beautifully. Jesus picked up some bread and broke it. He gave it to his friends. He picked up a cup of wine and thanked God for it. He poured it out and shared it. My body is like this bread. It will break, Jesus told them. This cup is like my blood. It will pour out. But this is how God will rescue the whole world. My life will break and God's world will mend. My heart will tear apart and your hearts will heal. Just as the Passover lamb died, so now I will die instead of you. My blood will wash away all your sins and you'll be clean on the inside in your hearts. So whenever you eat and drink, remember, Jesus said, I've rescued you. As we eat and drink together, that is exactly what we're doing. We're remembering today on Good Friday, because of the depths of God's love for us, our price for sins has been paid in full and we have been completely rescued by our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Let's eat and drink together in light of that. The cups will be collected in just a moment. Let's, let's pray as we close our time of reflection this morning. Jesus, we just want to thank you. We want to thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We thank you that you were faithful in doing what you said you would do, doing what you had planned to do from the very foundations of the earth, for doing what was necessary to reunite an imperfect people with a perfect, holy, righteous, just God. And we just want to thank you for your incredible love. We are humbled We're amazed as we consider just truly how deep the Father's love is for us, for for me. We are amazed, Jesus, at how deep your love is for us on a personal level. And so, Lord, today on Good Friday, we give you all the praise, all the honour and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.